Do you ever feel like you're losing ground in your life to the enemy? I sure do. I gave my life to Christ as a child, surrendered to his call to ministry as a teenager. I married a pastor, and we dedicated each of our five children to the Lord. I helped plant Vanguard Church and started the Family Disciple Me ministry. All these parts of my life now belong to Jesus. However, the enemy has declared war because he wants his territory back. He wants it back in my life, and he wants it back from yours. This war is true on so many levels, and right now, we see it all over in the news of the Ukraine. As the Ukrainian people courageously fight for their country's freedom, I've been thinking about how they model for us what it looks like to fight for our freedom in Christ. The enemy of our souls is marching across the border of our lives, declaring war, infiltrating our families, throwing grenades at us, and trying to take back territory we set apart for Jesus. I believe it's time for Christ followers to fully engage the conflict as surely as the Ukrainian people are engaging theirs. Hi, my name is Tasha Williams. I'm the founder and director of Family Disciple Me. This podcast is a ministry of FDM, and the content in this podcast coordinates with devotion and discipleship conversation material. The goal is for you to think about it, pray about it, and then talk about it with those entrusted to you. You can find the links to that in the show notes. For now, let's cue the intro And then let's take a few moments to consider the call to the fight for freedom. In a world filled with a lot of talk, the Family Disciple Me ministry encourages intentional, meaningful, biblical conversations with those God has entrusted to us. In these drastically changing times, Join us as we discuss the eternal truths of God's Word and relevant topics, as well as how to engage the next generation about these. It's true, discipleship starts with a conversation. So let's jump into a conversation starter right now. We give our lives to Jesus. We dedicate our children to Him. We set apart our homes as Christian households. We try to teach and disciple the next generation for Jesus. We seek to live for the Lord. And yet, I don't know about you, but it seems there is such a battle that is coming against us. And this battle gets stronger and stronger every day. We try to teach purity based on scripture. And the internet floods our feeds with more and more filth. We try to teach our kids the truth of God's word, but they go to school and are untaught these truths. We seek to live holy and blameless lives, but we're held up as a mockery for being, quote, old-fashioned or narrow-minded. Yes, we are in a battle. And it may not have physical bombs and grenades, but it is a very real battle nonetheless. It's a battle for the hearts, minds, and bodies of each of us, our families, the next generation. I believe we're in a fight for freedom just as surely as the Ukrainian people on the other side of the world. 
Of course, our fight looks very different than theirs. But I believe we can look at the Ukrainian people and take note of their courage, their bravery, their absolute fortitude in the face of severe threat and attack by the enemy. I don't know if you've looked into the Ukrainian history, but in the past month and a half, I've spent a lot of time looking into it, researching it. And what I now understand is that the Ukraine was once part of the Russian Empire, subject to its leaders, its control, its language, its laws. However, there came the day when the Ukrainians didn't just want their freedom, they claimed it. After generations of horror, of struggle, on August 24, 1991, the Ukrainians declared their independence and began living as a free country. You know, this is what each of us did when we gave our lives to Christ. I declared my independence from the enemy way back in 1974. When did you declare yours? Well, for the Ukrainians, the enemy wasn't going to let them go that easily just because they claimed their freedom. In 2014, Vladimir Putin declared war on the Ukraine, hoping it would crumble in fear, hoping it would submit to his control. However, Ukrainians engaged the struggle, the opposition. They dealt with their inner turmoil and they stood free. When all Putin's years of scare tactics didn't work, on February 20th, 2022, as we all know, he began marching across their border, surrounding their cities, infiltrating their towns, dropping bombs, and killing their citizens. The world watches now as the Ukrainian people defend their freedom. They may be in the fight of their lives, but they are not backing down. Christians, are we paying attention to their example? Here's the thing. Since leaving the Garden of Eden, humanity has been part of the enemy's empire, subject to his control, obeying his rules, living under his dominion. Yet, like the Ukrainian people, there came a day for each Christ follower when we didn't just want our freedom, we claimed it. We gave our allegiance to Jesus and began to live as free people in Christ. We gave our hearts and our lives to him and said that we belong to him. However, our enemy doesn't want to let us go any more than Putin wants to let go of the Ukraine. Truth is, Jesus said that our enemy is here to steal, kill, and destroy And this enemy, well, he'll do whatever it takes to get his territory back. Our enemy doesn't just want us and our freedom, though. He also wants to abolish absolutes, eradicate truth, and decimate God's word. He wants to destroy our marriages. He wants to destroy our children, our country's unborn children, and future generations. Sometimes... It feels like it's a losing battle. The Ukrainian people, sickened by their generations of pain and struggle, sickened by the history of the Holodomor and the Holocaust, well, they're fighting back with breathtaking resolve against their mortal enemy. Christians, are we? Are we fighting back against our enemy? 
Are we defending our freedom from the one who wants to destroy everything we've committed to the Lord? Scripture says in 1 Peter that in Christ we are citizens of a new country, distinguished, set apart, free. This does not come without a battle, though. We no longer have to live under the control of the enemy, of sin, of evil. But we do face what First Timothy calls the good fight of faith. We must stand firm and hold on to what God has entrusted to us in order to fight that battle well. Believers are called to be strong in the Lord, to take up the whole armor of God that we may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. The question is, are we standing firm? Or are we yielding mile by mile of our lives to the enemy's lies? Are we putting on the full armor of God? Or are we so afraid of the enemy's threats and taunts that we just surrender our identity in Christ? Are we strong in the Lord? Or are we so intimidated by the enemy's tactics that we submit our homes and our families to his evil philosophies? And control? Are we fighting the battle well? Or are we being lulled to sleep by our enemies' politically correct deceptions? May it not be so. This is my holy roar, and I pray that it will be yours. We must stand our ground. We must take sin seriously. We must pursue our God-given purpose. And that includes discipling the next generation, praying without ceasing, and living out our faith in Christ. We must pull our children close. We must dig into what they're learning at school. We must pay attention to what they're being fed on social media. We must beware of wolves in sheep's clothing in their lives, in our lives. We must sure up our marriages, keep short account on sin. We must pray and work together as one. We must love the people God sends our way, not just for the sake of showing, quote, random acts of kindness, but being truly kind in Jesus' name. We must stay in the word so that we know truth and we live according to what God says, not just what we feel or think personally. Yes, the enemy makes war to get his territory back, and we don't know yet how the battles on this earth will end. However, we do know that God gets the final word. He is strong and mighty, and the victory is his. So we lean into him as we face the battles of faith. As the brave Ukrainians fight for their country's freedom, my prayer is that we Christians will follow their example as protectors and defenders, as prayer warriors and marchers onward ever strong in the Lord, fighting for who and what God has entrusted to us. These are significant times. Oh, may God give us the grace and strength to withstand in the evil day, no matter what battles we face, no matter where we face them, no matter who is bringing the evil against us, so that, having done all, we can stand firm. In Jesus' name, amen. Go with God, friends. 
Until next time, God bless.